Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. Now from the BizTalk studios, here is Gary Kaltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulp. I'm your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Thursday, October 28th, 2021. And we're here to talk about you. And just how do I put this? You know, I live in the real world too. And sometimes little things show up on my doorstep and I get to tell you about them. Sometimes words of warning and sometimes words of advice, sometimes words of opportunity. Got a little bit of it all today, but that will be in a few. But first, if you do not get this radio show in your city, we will post it at GaryK.com. We will also post it on our Twitter feed, which you can follow us at GaryK.com if you just press the Twitter button. Or if you go to Twitter, you put our name in. You can email me. All you got to do is be nice. That's all. Just be nice. We post our show at GaryK.com. We keep getting asked, when are we going to start throwing some commentary up there? I don't know if we have the time in the day to do it, but we're kind of sort of working on that. And uh, whatever else, we'll stop it there. Let's just do some headlines first. Facebook's changing their name to Meta, M-E-T-A. They say it has nothing to do, nothing to do with the whistleblowers that we are finding out, at least per the whistleblowers, that they put profit before safety. Now, I have to tell you, I'm agnostic on it because... I don't know. I had a Facebook page and somebody hacked it. I had to take it down, but I hardly did anything there. I have put up another one, but I pretty much look at it every week once. And I've yet to friend people, so I only have a few on there. So I really don't know. What I do know is there are a bunch of biased pieces of crap like Twitter and the rest that are just completely politically biased in plain sight, but that's for another day. So Facebook is changing their name to Meta. I didn't read the whole story yet. I don't know if they're changing the symbol. Uh, I think it's a mistake, but they don't care what I think. I thought it was a mistake when uh, Outback Steakhouse changed it to Bloomin' Brands. Whatever. Uh, next, they have a framework of another blob out of Washington, D.C. And as you know, we are just pure logic here, just simple logic. And what do we mean by simple logic? We believe in direct evidence. When we used to go to the dog tracks a lot in my earlier days, do you know how I bet on the dogs? Well, first you have to check what type of race are they in. Short is a 5 sixteenths, 3 eighths of a mile. Do they have the inside or outside? Is it raining out? Did they move up in class or did they move down in class? 
You do your homework. And by the way, I was a very good Greyhound handicapper. I used to go, I mean, I lived at Hollywood Dog Track and Biscayne Dog Track. But what you do is you bet on past performance. And of course, if the dog was amazing, like there used to be a dog named Downing, was probably the greatest greyhound of all time. And then later came Case Flack. And all the Max's dogs, like Max's Moonspinner and Max's Grandmaster. This is from my old days. Used to bet on past performance. And of course, if they were such great performers, unfortunately, it wouldn't pay a lot. Bet $2 to win, get back 260 That's how it was. So we're to believe in Washington, D.C. now that they have this gargantuan spending bill that they had to lie and produce a con in order to try and sell it. Human infrastructure. It's just a con. Human infrastructure. So all we just really have to do is go to the program. At the dog track, we had programs. Horse track, programs. Looked at the past. Get an understanding of what to expect. Because they are telling us, oh, we've got this thing. It's not going to cost a penny. And it's not going to add a dime to our debt. That's what they are telling us. And we're supposed to believe it. And of course, in this political environment, this, people are just insane. People are just insane. It does not matter what somebody on the right does or says. The people that love are going to excuse it. It doesn't matter what they do on the left. The left will excuse it. The national media will excuse anything bad on the left. We know that. The reason why Fox got so big is they were sick and tired of the bias. Very simple. So let me give you my dog track program of this latest bill. And I'm addressing you on the left that love these people so much. And by the way, it matters because it has everything to do with you and your money and the economy and the markets, everything. Now, when I state some things for the record, no, it's not all about these three people because as we have told you, where we are sitting and where we are at is on both parties, including the Republicans, they all suck. That's been our motto. But I just have to make note that Joe Biden has been in, 19, has been in Washington, D.C. since 1973. Our federal debt that year was $458 billion. That's it. Joe Biden has signed off and voted on every dime of our debt since 1973. Chuck Schumer has been in D.C. since 1981. Federal debt that year was $998 billion. 
Chuck Schumer has signed off and voted on every dime of our debt since. Nancy Pelosi's been in Washington, D.C. since 1987. Federal debt was $2.3 trillion. Nancy Pelosi has voted on every single dime of our debt since then. $458 billion to $29 trillion, $998 billion to $29 trillion, $2.3 trillion to $29 trillion. And now they have a bill that is gargantuan and they say it won't add a dime to our debt. It won't cost a penny. How's that for a dog track program? You get where I'm coming from? Now, in those years, they have told us all that money was to fight poverty and the homeless for infrastructure, right? For kids and the downtrodden. And all you got to do is just raise the debt and everything's going to be fine. It's going to be that much better. How did that work? They lied. Infrastructure, remember? 2009, $800 billion a year, shovel-ready infrastructure jobs. They lied. It didn't. A few bucks went, of course. They had to, you know, show that a few bucks went. Since 1973, you know how many years that is? 48 years Joe Biden's been there, but now we got to do infrastructure. Schumer's been there for 40 years. Pelosi, 34 years. Has totally mortgaged our future. And again, they need help. They needed help. They needed the rest of those people in both parties. We know that. But they're the ones bringing to you trillions more of payoffs. Up next, we'll explain. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. Welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So it's earnings season. It's earnings season. So just letting you know, as I speak, uh, Amazon and Apple are reporting after the close. Amazon, I have down 90 bucks in the aftermarket, but only 35 bucks for the day. So it was up 55 today, and it's going to move all over the place. It just rallied up 10 bucks, just dropped 10 bucks, just rallied. You get my point. Apple will not report for about a half hour. 
It's right after 4 o'clock. But man, oh man, oh man. We follow markets closely. We follow earnings season closely. We've had a lot of blow-ups in this market. But I have to tell you, we are utterly amazed at some of the gaps to the upside today and also some of the rev reversals to the upside today. By the way, Amazon's down 150 in the aftermarket. Are you ready? In no particular order. And maybe in an order of wow. Shopify on the open today was $1,328. It's down like 40. Finished up 94. Wow. 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 Symbol Wolf. In case you don't know that stock, it used to be Cree Inc. Up 30 to 121 bucks on a 21 cent loss. Beats the hell out of us. We're just reporting the news. ServiceNow was down 20, 30 bucks throughout the night and in the morning, right before the open, but opened up 10, finished up 23. Lending Club finished up 32% to $42. Here's a semiconductor called Impinge, symbol PI, up 26% today on a $0.04 loss. Overstock.com up 22%, 20% to 93 bucks on a 22% drop in earnings and a 4% drop in sales. Hey, we don't make this stuff up. Max Linear, another semiconductor stock, up 9 to 61, up 18%. Caterpillar, that dead duck, finally rallies a little bit, only up 4%, but maybe turning the corner. And it's been really dead uh, in the Dow. Ford, well, it's just up 8%, up almost 9% to $16.90. Wow, Teradyne, that had a nice move yesterday on earnings. Gapped up today, up 11%, up 13 bucks and change to 137 today. As strong semiconductor group today. And may I say they were kind of, sort of not doing anything coming into yesterday. They were acting better with the rest of the market but just a big wow today is the best way I can explain it to you. And there are other earnings, but I just wanted to start with that because, wow, you already know about like Tesla, which is up another $39 today as it pulls one of them Eiffel Towers, which probably has some more Eiffel Tower to go. And just a pretty darn good day today on earnings reaction day. Some warts, remember yesterday what we told you, we thought that there was a very good chance that a near-term little high was in, nothing 
just maybe a little corrective action. We highlighted the oils, the financials and the like that look like for the second they topped. Well, guess what? Oils were pretty much, we'll call it half red, half green. Financials were pretty much doing nothing till about the last half hour when they had a little bid towards the end of the day. But overall, the indices, a couple things happened today that are muy importante. Notwithstanding, uh, Amazon now, well, it's down about 120 in the aftermarket. We're still waiting on Apple. And you know what? They mean something uh, to the market. The NASDAQ finished at a new closing high today. It was 15.403. We finished at 15.448. And the NASDAQ 100 finished at, if I can find it, 15.778. The old high was 15. Yeah, let's just say it's at a, a new closing high. Nothing bad happens. And we're not talking overall because I got news for you. Plenty of things still bearish. We've named them all. But that is some good news for tech and the like, notwithstanding the individualness of mega cap names that do influence. And if App Amazon's coughing one up in the aftermarket, if Apple joins in coughing up, and we will know for a little bit, and we should be on air when they do report, if they report okay, it'll just be Amazon. But what you've had is good reaction in Netflix, Tesla, Google, Microsoft. That's good stuff. And today, pretty darn good action in some other growth names that it pulled back, but may start to get going again. So pretty darn good day today. A big wow. And again, let me repeat the most important part of the equation. The NASDAQ and NASDAQ 100 into new high ground, if it sticks, if it sticks, good news. Remember the words, if it sticks. And lastly, on that note, the semis. If the semis can now move out and they've got a, a bunch of work to do, that'll be good news also. Still has some work to do. Simple as that. Again, though, restaurants, eh-eh. Airlines, cruise lines, eh-eh. A lot of the medical, a lot of the retail, eh-eh. Oils, looks like they're resting now. Nothing bad. Financials, look like they're resting right now. Not bad. But when we look at the numbers on the Dow today, by the way, remember earnings. Earnings. Earnings change the playing field for different names. Like Merck, for example, it's done nothing. It was up six today off an earnings report. And by the way, breaks into new high ground. We mentioned Caterpillar. We'll mention more. That's all up next on this, the one only Investor's Edge.
listening to America is talking Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Kultbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Okay, just so you know, we pre-taped this show around 4 o'clock. But right now it's 4.28. I just finished a live Fox News Channel hit with Neil Cavuto. So we stopped right in the middle. Uh, Apple's going to report soon. Amazon has coughed one up. And just so you know, Amazon in the aftermarket is down. Get this. $178? I haven't seen them make it 180 as I speak. Uh, What's interesting is it's only affecting the NASDAQ 100 like a quarter percent. Uh, And we'll see what it does in the morning. But Apple report, I think in the next five minutes, we'll have that for you. But... The Market Wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market. With his proprietary indicators, go check it out, investment-models.com. The Dow closed pretty much at the high of the day. It got there, pulled back, got there, pulled back, closed up 239. Today in the Dow, to give you an example, Caterpillar's been dead. That was the equivalent of uh, 50 Dow points. You have Merck been doing nothing. Uh, that's the equivalent of about 30 Dow points. And then you just had twos and threes and some other stuff. Apple was up 360. We'll see what the earnings are. Apple just came out and let me wait a little bit. It's down four and a half bucks in the aftermarket initially. Make that five. That won't help tomorrow. Keep in mind, every dollar in Apple is $16 billion of market cap. So we'll let you know on those two. But that's the story. The second, and it's going to move like crazy. Look at me, play-by-play announcer. Let's call me Joe Buck. Um, And the NASDAQ 100 now is getting a little cheesed a little bit more because Apple and Amazon, that's a... uh, a kind of a one-two punch. So in the NASDAQ, excuse me, in the Dow, uh, nothing bad, but but we don't know what's actually going on there. But I have to mention, and I'm going to have to do some studying on this, uh, Capital One Financial really topped out. It's a credit card. Uh, Discovery Financial really topped out credit cards. Uh, MasterCard and Visa, terrible and mastercard reported earnings up 48 revenue up 30 and the stock today was up 15 at one time and finished down three and visa on their earnings best way i can explain it closed at 232 it's now 209 and change in the two days since their earnings report which, by the way, Visa's earnings are up 45%, revenues up 29 So what that makes me do is I start doing some legwork. What is cutting into the credit card companies? The fact that I just shut down two of my credit cards? I don't know. 
you know, I'm moving, right? And I just realized, well, well, I don't use these two. So I shut a couple of credit cards down. And one of them fought me like a dog, like a Rottweiler. 15 times I said no, and 15 times, well, I, we can offer this. I was like, dude, if you can't send me a Ferrari, I am not. Anyway, you get my point. Anyway, so tomorrow is going to be interesting just on two names. And may I state for the record, Apple is now down $8 in the aftermarket. Make it 7 and a half, And that's only about, sometimes one is seven, seven, $110 billion of market cap. Holy crap. So uh, as much as, it, let's see, Apple, uh, they met estimates. They were light on revenue. Oh, and iPhone revenue, you ready for this? I don't think I've seen this before. 7 to 8% below the estimates for the quarter. Wow. Now, I don't know if they're going to blame it on supply chain or what, but it's acting like it is more the, it's more than just supply chain because I don't know if the stock would be reacting this way, but we have a whole evening to go through. And as I said, Shopify was down 60 bucks and finished up 95 today, so anything is possible. How's your day? On another note, I have to tell you, you guys are really cool. Um, every now and then I tell you about personal experiences, but not really personal, personal. Usually it's about a business, what I did. I flew an airline or something. But I told you about I'm moving. I decided to move after 20 years from my house. Just a, a few different reasons why. Knowing in the next year I will be buying in, maybe in the same neighborhood. But I didn't realize the emotion of it. That I raised my kids here and every, just all these little things. And I've received, I'm not making this up, probably a hundred emails from you guys explaining you had the same experience as I and I got to tell you, you all made me feel that much better. Because I, I, you know, I consider myself to be very strong. Big stomach, strong stomach. And the move really affected me. But I'm getting closer to being out. We're getting the moving done, going, you know, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. I'm definitely feeling much better. And I thank you guys. I'm so glad I have an audience because I put certain things out there and you guys have been great. You're like buddies. Remember I put out a thing, I'm, I'm looking for a rental in Central Florida. I got like 50 emails from you guys on that. Realtors. Friends of realtors. So I got to tell you, I'm... I'm the, the word isn't indebted, but just just thank you. I feel like I got, I, I don't think I've ever said this. I feel like I have a family out there. And I, I just have to let you know, I'm not going to meet 99.9% of you, but I appreciate you. You made a difference. You've made a difference in my life. Because how you feel is everything. You know that. How you feel how do you feel? You made me feel much better and much more secure 
in decisions that I made and in the questioning of myself. What did I do? Why did I do that? What the hell's the matter with me? I was cursing myself out. So let me repeat one more time. You all are cool. You all are good people. I thank you. Even Jason, who emails me six times a day to tell me I suck at the market with fake email addresses, I thank you. Uh, A little update. I've got Apple in the aftermarket down $7, which is 107 times 1 is 7, 7 $112 billion of market cap. But again, they just reported, it just moved up a buck in the last three minutes. That was $16 billion, but Amazon's really not moving. It is down 180 juicy bucks in the aftermarket, keeping that in mind. That's $18 on a $344 stock, but still juicy. Uh, What else in the aftermarket am I seeing? Let's see, anything of note? Uh, Western Digital down 8, U.S. Steel up 6%, Team, that's one that's been pretty darn strong. That's up uh, about 5% and little bits and pieces. Oh, Decker's Outdoor down 10, Ugg Boots down 10%, that's a Juicy one. Warner, that's truckers down 5%. That's been strong. Starbucks down 2%. You mean my triple espressos and cutting the mustard there? I wonder if that's higher prices doing that. Anyway, so a hell of a lot going on in the aftermarket. And may I state also the NASDAQ 100 now is now down close to a percent. It's only a percent. But it's a juicy percent because it broke into the old highs today. And now if nothing changes overnight, it'll be below. How's that for a lot? And it's not even 5 p.m. Up next. I think we have more to do, right? Yeah. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. Listening to. What are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's Edge with Gary Caldwell. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Caldwell. I'm your host. Um. Okay, I think I did the market. Good day. The areas we told you we thought hit a wall yesterday, still not that great today. Uh, but the market strong, at, pretty much out of the box. Finished on the high note on the uh, market. Uh, Apple and Amazon, which are two very influential names, especially the NASDAQ 100. 
a decent amount to the S&P. We'll see what it affects tomorrow. Uh, I will tell you that the SPY, that's eh, down a quarter percent in the aftermarket. We'll see. So remember how I said to you, when my own experience is stick out, that I think are noteworthy for me to tell you, uh, I tell you. One of the great examples was back in, I think it was 06, 07. I don't know exactly when. But I had gone on TV with the great Ben Stein and a couple of others on, on a panel. We were talking about the housing, which was insane at the time and I said and I pretty much am quoting myself I'm worried about a housing and credit bubble that's all I said and Ben Stein said Gary Gary you know how much I love you and respect you and think you're one of the smartest people on this planet but you are dreaming. And I believe Neil Cavuto came out and said, but Ben, you live in Beverly Hills. Something to that effect. And I had told you, listen carefully, I had told you that I had known somebody that had like $8,000 in the bank was able to buy a $250,000 condo in Boca. The company, the lender, gave them $280,000, enabling that person with only $8,000 to pocket thirty, but you still owe two eighty. And then we started watching people lining up in vacant lots in Miami and putting a down payment on a condo that may or may not be built. And soon as they signed on the dotted line, advertised it and sold it within days and made 50 grand. And then Fortune Magazine had the front cover, Real Estate Riches, where they interviewed people that were just broke and just started putting no money down. They were broke and got 100% loans on places and then would put them up for sale. And some of them ended up being worth two, three million bucks, even though they started with not a penny. And I just reported all this to you, and I just said to you, what I say to you, something to the effect of, I don't know if this is good. I'm just letting you know, I'm getting calls from people I know that have never asked me and have never brought it up, asking me about these obscure crypto coins that I've never even heard of how their brother bought some 
six months ago and is up threefold. And I'm I'm not going to name the coins for you. I never heard of them. And I'm just letting you know in the last week, I've received quite a few. Let's put that in our file manager. You got that? Let's put that in the file manager. Obscure coins. Not even Bitcoin or Ethereum. No, they're too mature. One of the coins I was asked about, I looked up. The price was like five one thousandths of a of a of a of a penny, but was up five hundred a thousand percent. I don't know how you do that, but I'm just letting you. It was like point zero 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 six two nine. Put that in your file manager. Mark down the date. It's October 28th. And we'll see what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what anybody tells you. That's full frickin' bubble. And I must say, I think a couple of these cryptos will be around. Just based on what the central banks are doing, castrating us with, on the, the currencies. Just keep it all in mind. Currencies are not supposed to go up 1,000% and down 700% and up 50% and down 30% and up 80% down 20 Just keep that in mind. We're not here to tell you what to do. We're just here to say, just keep it in mind. File manager time. Uh, update. I got Apple uh, rallied up about a buck and a half. It's 146.10. It's still down 630 in the aftermarket, but only down 260 for the day. Uh, Amazon, though, uh, bouncing up a little bit here. It's down 156 bucks in the aftermarket. Uh, was down 180. So a little bit rallying up, and anything's possible with them overnight. And remember, you get this forgiving market, you never know. So whatever we tell you today could change overnight. Anyway, have a great evening. Drive carefully. If you get a call from a friend about a coin that's point zero 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 six tenths of a penny, careful. And when you get home, do like we do. Make sure you hug your children. They will feel better. You will feel better. I promise. Take care, all. This has been Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum on BizTalk. To listen to past episodes or to get in contact with Gary, go to GaryK.com. That's GaryK.com.